1: Welcome to another episode of The Outbreak MMA Show, and with me is the lovely Ferrari who is not chasing people around with knives today.
0: No, I I have, don't think I've ever done that.
1: No, no. I've
0: been chased by a cockatoo with a knife,
1: oh, but that's yeah. a
0: story from another time.
1: Well, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to get with the whole Joshua Fabius spirit of uh, oh. enlightenment. Um, But before we get to that shit show, um, let's actually talk about, we have fights this weekend. Um, uh, Honestly, in my opinion, this past week's show and this show coming up, UFC almost looks like, okay, we had a string of really good shows. What the hell are we going to do right now? Yeah,
0: that's, um, that's, I, can, I can agree with that, you know, especially after 261. Yeah, you know.
1: yeah, and it, it just it seems that way right now, Um, especially, you know, you had Dillashaw pull out, which we'll go over in a moment. Yeah. Uh, but this weekend, uh, you know, I'm just going to go down the main card. Uh, that, 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 oh, ooh. Morab. We'll just call Morab because I can't pronounce the last Valishvili? name. Devolish really? I'm not the only one that had trouble pronouncing his last name, though. Even some of the I would think it's
0: Devolish really or Volish really. I
1: think you were close with the first one.
0: Devolish really? Yeah. Okay.
1: Because I think that's how John Anik pronounced it. Okay. Um, he defeated Cody Stamen uh, via uh, unanimous decision. Uh, Sean Strickland defeated uh Christoph Joko. Uh, another unanimous decision. Um, I will say there was a judge that loved giving out 30 27s this weekend. Um, even in this fight, yeah, except in this next fight, uh, Ian, uh, Kutalaba, uh, versus, uh, Dustin Jacoby. Um, that was actually a split draw. It was a hell of a fight. Um, uh, especially because of the weigh-ins, there was some heat between them because Kutalaba came up and, and like grabbed Dustin Jacoby by, by the back of the neck. And pulled him forward. Mm. And, again, when you think back to the week before uh, and you had Jeremy Stevens uh, and Kelvin Guitar and that happening um, from a shove and that fight being called off, uh, I, I honestly think the commissions now really need to kind of step in and say, look, no touching your opponent, you know, weigh-ins. Yeah. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, Giga Chikazi with the Giga kick against, uh, Cub Swanson defeating him in the first round with a TKO. It was a body kick. Actually it was a liver kick. Um, really didn't like seeing Cub Swanson go down like that. But, you know, again, Giga Chikazi, he's, he's is, a, is a former kickboxer. Mm-hmm. He's got that kick and you get kicked in the liver. You're, you're not going anywhere. Right. Um, you're, you're going down. On uh, the main event, uh, you're, per- 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 and yes, and I'm part Czech, and I still can't pronounce his damn name. Um, he defeated Dominic Reyes uh, via second round knockout. Uh, it was a spinning back elbow. Uh, he threw up an initial elbow, and the spinning back elbow as soon as it hit Dominic Reyes, Reyes was done. Yeah, he was done. He was out. Um, it was a good night of fights. It was entertaining. Uh, but you know again you, you you get to looking towards the fight nights this coming weekend and even on UFC's page uh it, it, literally <laughs> we're looking at it right now and in, in in just so Today anyone Monday. Monday May 3rd at 8:41 p.m. UFC fight night TBD versus TBD Saturday May 8th 8 p.m. Uh, That probably means the prelims are going to probably start at, like, four, or at least that's what they were supposed to do. Um, The only match listed on this whole card, the only match, is Zhang Yang Park versus Tefan Chukwe. We'll we'll just pay, I think, the end silence. We'll say Chukwe. Now, I know that there were some other fights that were on this card, but...
0: It's it's almost like they just took them all off so that they can shuffle them around or something.
1: I mean, yeah, it's like is this just you don't give a shit because this is an early start. Um, I I'm sure this this
0: is the one that Michelle Waterson's supposed to fight on, right? Yes, and I don't understand why they don't just keep that as the main event because
1: I don't know either. This was the one where the main event was supposed to be Dillashaw versus Sanhagen. And Dillashaw got a really nasty cut above his eye right. uh, about a week ago, week and a half ago. But, I mean, it, it was a nasty cut when he was yeah. sparring. If I don't blame at, him. If
0: you look at the picture, I mean, he, he, at you think, like, oh, it's just a cut. But, no, where it is and how big it is, Yeah, the, the swelling and all that, there's no way it would just be a target. And any glancing blow against his eyebrow or anything – He's just gonna open up like, and it's. I mean, it's just gonna be done.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, and nobody, nobody. I mean, nobody wants to see that, you know. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of Dillashaw, but I don't want to see that happen either. Well, and I know so.
0: he's he's pissed off too because he wanted to come back to fight, and you know.
1: Um. You know. Well, and, and I mean, he he has every reason to be pissed off and want to come back to fight. I mean, he got suspended. That was gonna be his first fight back. Mm -hmm. You know, uh from from suspension. Right. Uh after, you know, how are we doing? Stop. Uh sorry guys, it's it's one of those things where I was It's medication. Yeah, it's it's my medication time. So
0: um
1: but at any rate, one of the uh one of the interesting things though uh about that is someone did step up. Um Mm Uh Kevin Holland has been stepping up and wanting to take any and every fight he can, even Kevin if it's, Holland it's a catchweight.
0: <laughs> um,
1: and I, there that doesn't mean that you know it's going to be Kevin Holland versus Corey Sanhagen. And to be honest, I don't think that's even possible. I think the weight difference is so so intense. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. Uh but he also stepped up because he 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 was going to uh the, I'll tell you guys right now, this is going to be a shorter podcast, and it's going to be a lot of bashing on Diego Sanchez and Josh Fabia. Um, and for yeah, I mean, very good reasons. But uh, Cerrone was supposed to fight Diego Sanchez, uh, I believe it was within the next three weeks, uh, if I'm not mistaken, three four weeks. Uh, and Diego Sanchez got pulled because his manager is a fucking idiot. Um, so... Kevin Holland offered to fight Cowboy Cerrone, uh, at a catch weight. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he offered to do it at 165 or something like that. I I might be off on the weight by a little bit. Um, but regardless, it was, it was meeting between the weight class that Holland is in, which is above Cerrone, if I'm not mistaken, and Cerrone's weight class. Uh, but they brought in Alex Morono, um, to fight Cerrone instead. Uh, which, to be honest, might be a blessing in disguise for Kevin Holland. When you take any and every single fight that's available to you, even on short notice, and you're a younger guy, one, you're you're going to trash your record. Um, but two, you're increasing the odds of injury. You right. don't have time to prepare uh, for your opponent properly, and Cerrone's somebody you want to prepare for. I mean... I know Cerrone's had a, a couple rough fights, but on the same token, the guy's been around for a long time. The guy knows what he's doing, and he still is is a badass. You know, you, you don't, you know, he's one of those guys that you never want to count out because he can come out with a win when least expected, and that's why it's important for Kevin Holland to actually think for a moment. Um, but. Sorry, guys. It was my medication time. Uh, but, um, Diego Sanchez. Diego Sanchez has been fighting for about 17 years, give or take a year.
0: Was he on the first Ultimate Fighter?
1: Yes. It? He was on the first Ultimate Fighter, and he won the first Ultimate okay. Fighter. Um, well, not the first. Actually, I think it was the second one. The very first one, if I'm not mistaken, uh... Uh, it was Bonner and Forest, uh, Forest Griffin. Oh, um
0: okay.
1: Although uh, he might have been on that one, I have to double check. I uh, thought,
0: thought it said tough one, but it's it, it. doesn't matter. It's a it's a long time. I mean, he's had a long
1: career. Yeah, he's you know? had a long career, and, and 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 it's all been in the UFC. Um, right. as far as you know, the the majority of of his career, and he was with Jackson Wink. for for the majority of his career. And in 2019, Diego Sanchez was going through a rough time. He was going through a divorce. Um, You know, he was going through a number of different things. And all of a sudden, Josh Fabia walks in and, uh, for lack of a better term, sweet talks, Diego Sanchez. Next thing you know, Jackson Wink is fired. And Diego Sanchez is a dedicated follower to Josh Fabia. Now, for those that don't know who Josh Fabia is, he runs what is essentially called the School of Self-Awareness. He's the founder of that. He's based in Albuquerque, New Mexico, as is Diego Sanchez. Um... The School of Self-Awareness states that its main objective is to help people who want to be of service to the world, which comes from first having empathy, compassion, and love for oneself, and does so by utilizing ancient wisdom and modern innovations. Now, while that sounds all well and good, it also is something that you would normally hear from a cult.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, Josh Fabia one of his claims to western approach in physical therapy is that his grandfather uh I believe had a stroke or something uh, of that nature and so Fabia Joshua Fabia became almost like a physical therapist a therapist to his grandfather and within 2 years he you know made uh, not a full recovery, but eighty-five percent of a full recovery. Um, what Joshua Fabia doesn't say is that his grandfather died two years later. Uh, so you know, it is what it is. I'm not, we're
0: not okay. We're not saying that Joshua Fabia killed his grandfather. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean,
1: he might have been with his with his elusive Krav Maga technique. Yeah. But um,
0: that's that's not what we're insinuating. No, that's
1: not what I'm insinuating at all. Um, you know, Fabia offers clay classes regarding breathing and movement, healing. Um, something he calls SOS Survival Method, uh, which deals with his background in uh, Systema, uh, which is one of the worst possible backgrounds when coaching MMA. Um, But, I I mean, I've watched him on videos. You can go on YouTube. You can find these videos where he's teaching Krav Maga to people, and I'm looking at some of the moves he's putting on these people, and I'm like, okay, I realize that you're just training, so you're not going to put it on full strength, but even if you were to put it on full strength, dude, my grandmother, who's dead, could probably get out of these moves. I, you know, hey, it is what it is. Um, I personally don't like Josh Fabia because it seemed that as soon as he linked up with Diego Sanchez, Diego Sanchez looked like garbage. Mm-hmm. um instead of having a full team like jackson wink behind him he had one guy in his corner which was josh fabia um that will gladly tell you how how if you go online everybody's bashing him and everybody hates him and poor josh Fa- josh fabia on the slight chance that you listen to my podcast seriously go fuck yourself I don't like you, and I will publicly say that. And if you want to come on and defend yourself, by all means. I love the way how Josh Fabia defended how he can actually be a coach. Well, there's no real, you know, rules or restrictions on who can be a coach. Uh, well, you know what? He's He's kind of right, but in that case... Maybe MMA should think about initiating some kind of protocol to eliminate scam artists like him from doing what he's doing. So, at any rate, if you want to know Diego's record under Fabia, he lost to Michael Chiesa in a very lopsided bout. His next win, the next fight was against uh, Michael Pierra. Uh, he won that, but that was due to an illegal knee, so Michael Piera got DQ'd. Uh, and then he lost in at least a fight that I thought was very lopsided against Jake Matthews. And there's been a couple videos that have surfaced over the past week that have caused very good reason for Diego Sanchez to be released from the UFC. For those that don't know, his fight against Cowboy Cerrone was supposed to be his last match, his, his retirement fight. Mm-hmm. And he was going to be done. And a video surfaced first. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in order that these things showed up. That at least that I noticed. If someone has a different order of how they actually showed up to the public, please let me know. I will gladly correct myself. There was a video that came out from when they fought on Fight Island. I believe it was his fight against Jake. Excuse me, against Jake Matthews. I might be wrong on that, although I will double-check in one moment because I can check on that real quick. Um, yeah, it was a fight against Jake Matthews. And you have Diego Sanchez, Joshua Fabia, and some cameraman walk in. Now, for those that don't know how the UFC works, their media team, which includes production, it includes TV personalities such as Megan Oliveri, um, Laura Sanko, if she's if she's involved, although I don't believe she was involved with this no, particular one think. at all. Uh, Mike, uh, uh, Paul Felder, mm-hmm. uh, John Anik, um, you know anybody? I mean, if Bisping's there, Bisping's involved in it. If Dominic Cruz is doing commentary, he's involved in it. If uh, uh, Daniel Cormier is involved, he's in these meetings. And they call the fighters in one by one to get any information that the fighters want to get over. They want to put the fighters in the best possible light they can. Um, but they're commentators and they're going to call what they see. So if you go out there and you're getting your ass kicked, they're going to call it like it is. I mean, they're going to say you're getting your ass handed to you. Um so Josh Fabia really didn't like how the commentary team commentated on uh, the last couple fights that Diego Sanchez had. Do you want to tell this story? Because I know I intentionally well, wanted to show this to you because
0: well, I, I well I didn't want to interrupt you because you were on a roll. But I, the first time I ever heard of Josh Fabia was it was uh, Dana White looking for a fight, wasn't it when Matt yeah. and Sarah? Okay, yeah, um, good point. So that's like I'm gonna I'm gonna override your timeline already. And I'm
1: like, well, I was talking about the Diego Sanchez thing, but no, 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 yeah. no, no, please, yeah, by all means, mention. But that.
0: I remember you having to explain to me who this guy was that Matt Sarah went up to, right? It was because wasn't Josh Fabia eating no. or something? Or Matt
1: Sarah was eating.
0: Oh, Matt Sarah was eating, and, and Josh Fabia came up, and yeah, I mean, you, you don't fuck with Matt Sarah, dude. like, come on, no, like. <clears throat>
1: Well, not only that, but they were filming for Dana White, you know, looking for a fight. Yeah. If you don't think that you going and giving the one guy that's on every episode with Dana shit, mm-hmm. and you don't think it's going to get back to Dana, you're an idiot.
0: Right. Right. So that was the first, and I mean, that episode aired sometime last year because yeah. that was on Fight Island. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this, um, this fighter meeting that you're talking about, yeah, you did show me the video the other day, and, um, um, so they finish the fighter meeting with Diego, and Josh Fabia gets up and he's like, you know, blah, 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 just don't, you know, basically don't talk shit about Diego on commentary, is what he was saying, but he was trying to, like, He did, he came off like a con man, you know, like, he was, like, a little bit hype man, you know, but, like, mostly, like, con man and, like, you know, very cultish, it was gross. And, um, he basically accused everybody in that room of talking crap about Diego, and they're like, well, we weren't even the commentary team for the last couple fights, we weren't even involved. And my favorite, because of the way the camera is pointed, you can see Paul Felder. And, I like, how much inner strength did it take for Paul Felder not to, like, just flip that table and punch Josh Fabian in the face? Because you can see him, like, shaking his leg like he's about to get up and just go after him. But kudos to Megan Olivia, who, like, really told Josh Fabian, like, you come in here and you're filming this encounter yeah. in which you're lecturing us about what we're supposed to be doing when you have no idea what you're talking about. And I I loved her, like, okay, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, it's just, you guys have to watch it to understand what we're talking about. He just, it's very weird, and it's very cultish, and... Anybody who tells someone else, like, I know what's best for you, kudos to him. Like, if he really did help take care of his grandfather and got it where he was 85%, like, better, kudos to him. That's fantastic because you've worked with older adults that have had, you know, a, you know neurodegenerative, you know, issues and, and muscular issues and things like that. And that's that's such a good thing. But to use that as, like, well, that's how I can be his coach, like... Well, no, it's, it's,
1: it's a selling point for his School of Enlightenment or whatever Yeah, but it's, it's not called. the
0: same thing, though.
1: No, it's not. And to be honest, I'm not even sure how much I trust that, because I'm not sure how much I trust that comes out of this guy's right. mouth. Um, you got to understand that this guy's form of training, when he's cornering Diego, he's yelling out things like, go Tyson on him, you know, or... You know,
0: yeah, it's it, it, not, like
1: simple stuff. Yeah, Take him to the ground and ground and pound. Well, anybody can do that.
0: Mm-hmm. That's not actually telling him how to actually
1: maneuver
0: or, maneuver. or counter somebody's approach or anything
1: Exactly. Like that. And so. if you watch the last few fights that Diego had since Fabio's been in his corner, He's charge at the other guy, not throwing strikes, just charging at him. Well, in that case, you're, dude, I, I, one of my biggest complaint I, I, ever. I, I, I kind of like Jorge Ma I, I, I'm gonna switch <laughs> for a minute. I'm gonna come back, but I'm using Jorge Masvidal as an example in his fight against Ben Askren. Everybody pimped him up like being the greatest thing since like sliced bread when he got one of the fastest knockouts against Ben Askren in history. Ben Askren wouldn't have gotten knocked out if he actually would have studied how Jorge, Jorge Masvidal starts off his fight. Oh yeah. Because Jorge Masvidal starts off every fight by charging with a driving knee.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, at that time, just
0: stood there. <laughs>
1: and Askren shot in on him at a perfect height. Where that knee was going to drive right into his head. Um, again, if you do stupid things like that, stupid things are going to happen. Yeah. Um, another technique that Fabia loves to use, and Emo Meeks, who's another UFC fighter, attended one of the training sessions, and Fabia, Fabia is in the octagon, or or in octagon, in a octagon, with a knife in his hand, chasing around his students. You don't train that way. I, I, like, look, man. We'll go through what happened next, and then I'm going to give my own opinion on what that batshit crazy piece of shit's doing. Um, and I'm talking about Fabia, not Diego. I, I honestly think Diego's Diego. Diego's the
0: victim here.
1: Yeah, I, I think Diego's the victim, and I think at this point he's in so deep that he can't get out. I think he's brainwashed to the point that he can't get out. Um, there was a phone call between uh, Josh Fabia, Sean Shelby, and uh, UFC's Hunter Campbell, which I believe Hunter Campbell is, is, one of, is on their legal team, if I'm not mistaken. I might be mistaken by the role that he has, but I believe he's on the legal team. Now, they went through this same stuff with Mark Hunt, where what had happened was is Fabia had requested all of Diego's medical records from the time that he was in The Ultimate Fighter On. And his reason for this is because if he has problems down the road, whether it be... Uh, problems with his hands or problems with his hip or what have you that would that would save them from having to do future scans um okay dr fabia look is someone that's actually done contact sports they're going to need to do new scans mm-hmm. that that that's they're going to that that's going to be the first thing that they do because they want to see what they're working with um, so right away that raised a red flag. And Hunter Campbell even told Fabia that. Look, if he has a problem, first thing they're gonna do is they're gonna ask him for skin. They're they're going to they're take scans.
0: Get new imaging, yeah.
1: Um, so the old images, while they're somewhat important, they're not. I can tell you right now, I have a hip injury. Not one doctor, not one in the past three years has asked to see my images from 20 years ago where the injury actually happened. Not one. And I've gone, I, I, one of the, one of the surgeons I went to was the same orthopedic surgeon that, that the Tampa Bay Rays and the Tampa Bay Bucks use. Mm-hmm. And even he didn't ask for it. Yeah. So Fabia has no idea what he's talking about. Um, honestly, it sounds like he's trying to prep for litigation against UFC and, I don't blame UFC whatsoever for what they did. Pretty much what they did is, if there's a question on whether or not your your athlete has an injury, we're pulling him from the fight. And that's exactly what they did.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: what they should do.
0: Yeah, I don't understand why he didn't just wait until after this fight, after his last fight, and then say, hey, can I have access to his old mm-hmm. medical records that way, you know... Now that he's retired, his current and future doctors know what he's been through.
1: According to, and it was either Diego or it was Fabia, they said that they they asked now because they knew if they asked after the fight, they weren't going to get shit from the UFC. I honestly think they're making up excuses at this point. Yeah. Um, so at any rate, they had this phone call and it was mostly, you know, it, it, it was mostly, um, Hunter Campbell and Josh Fabia talking. And, uh, what the deal was is Hunter Campbell said, look, I'm going to shoot you an email. I need Diego to in writing, put that he's not suffering any injuries, neurological or otherwise. And that covers the UFC because he doesn't want someone 10 years later coming back and saying, I'm suffering neurological injuries because you made me fight when I was injured. Right. And I don't blame them for that. I think that's a very intelligent and smart move on the UFC's behalf. Look, there's plenty of things you can criticize the UFC about. That's not one of them. Um, that's not to say that there's fighters that haven't tried to get around that. There are. But as far as the UFC goes, they're doing their due diligence. Right. Um,
0: yeah, MMA is something that you go into it knowing the risks. You know that there's the risk of injury. You know there's the risk of long-term, you know. I mean, any contact sport like that, you, your joints are going to be trashed. You know, if you do suffer an injury, you have to get a joint replaced or something like that. It's not going to be as good as what God gave you. You know, it's it's always going to have some sort of problem attached to it. So you can't go to UFC and be like, oh, I want records so that, you know, when I have problems down the line, you know, I know where they came from. Like
1: that's, you know. Well, and here's the best part. You're right. But here's the best part. Is Hunter Campbell outright said, if a year down the line, Diego has problems with his hip or his right. hands or whatever, call them and they will take care of it for them.
0: Right. And that's why I don't understand why all of a sudden a couple weeks before the fight this was such a, you know, a um a pressing issue. Um, that's what I'm agreeing with you that this was sketchy you
1: know? yeah yeah no it, it definitely was and then after the phone call you hear them hang up and you hear at least fabia and it sounded like Diego too laughing I, look personally I think they're trying to find a way to sue the UFC um and you know there's been a number of of fighters in and out of the UFC That have gone to Diego and said, look, man, you need to get away from this guy. This guy's brainwashing you. Um, This guy's a scam artist. You need to get away. And it honestly just looks like Fabia found a guy that had some money that he could jump on his back and ride to. I don't want to say stardom, but that's that's the best word he's, I can come he's through. He's
0: famous adjacent. And that's what he wants. Yes. You know, and and that's, you know, there's there's people that want to have all the perks of knowing someone famous without having to do the work to be successful and not having to deal with the fame themselves. And that's what he is. He's, he is a, a hanger-on. He's a famous adjacent. And that's what he wants, is he wants to know someone who's got a little bit of fame, a little bit of money, and he can feel cool
1: yeah, hanging out with. I agree with you. I, I, I agree with you. And, and and I think, I mean, again, this is, this is, Diego is bashing the people that are bashing Fabia. And there's a whole bunch of rumors an innuendo as to why I'm not going to get into any of it. Um, because honestly it, 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 it's, it, it doesn't do any, it has nothing to do with this particular situation.
0: Rumors are rumors. You take, you know, you take the evidence that you have out in front of you, but like, um, now Josh Fabie is the one that released that phone call that he recorded with Hunter Campbell, Right.
1: Well, technically, I think it was Diego, but it was it was
0: Josh Fabian. But yeah, anyways, it was them. I mean, he looks like a moron. Yeah, yeah, and it makes him look bad, and he's the one that put it out there, and it's it's and he he's like he's buying into his own bullshit too. Well, you know.
1: And here's the thing: Fabius' whole reason for doing all of this was because he wanted to maintain Diego Sanchez's legacy. I doubt that Fabia or Sanchez will listen to this, but on the slight chance that they do, Diego, your legacy wasn't ruined because of you. Your legacy was ruined because you've got a scam artist calling all of your shots. Yeah. I know that you're a good man. I know that Dana let you fight. On a UFC card, and you you put over a child, I believe, with Down syndrome?
0: Yeah.
1: I know deep down inside, you're a good man. But I also think that at this point, you are being brainwashed so badly, you need help. And your legacy now has been tarnished, all because you're mentor or your coach or whatever you want to call this guy Mm -hmm. decided to take it upon himself to boss around the UFC. Yeah. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. Right. So you guys do whatever you guys do, have fun. If you guys again, not that I expect you're listening, but if you are and you want to come on and defend yourself, by all means. Mm -hmm. Um, here's the thing, Josh, I, I don't work for UFC, so Mm -hmm. I can say whatever the fuck I want and I don't have to worry about repercussions. Mm -hmm. I can call you whatever I want, but I will do my research on you and I will call you out on the bullshit. They don't have the time because you jump and you surprise them. You don't have that opportunity with me because I'm going to schedule it. So, that's that. Honestly, do you have anything else? Because there really is not much. I mean, there is more MMA. you got PFL starting again, or they've started again. Yeah. We've, You've got Bellator that started again.
0: Yeah, but there's not really anything, like, super newsworthy or anything like that. Um, I just want to say one more thing about the Diego Sanchez situation is Diego should not feel bad about getting scammed.
1: No, 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 um, no, not at
0: all. I just wanted to say that and I and anybody who has been in a situation where they've had somebody toxic or somebody narcissistic or somebody abusive or anything like that. Um it happens more often than you realize. Um I mean people get taken advantage of all the time. You know, you you realize that somebody's shady you know after the fact or that they took advantage of you and that that's not a mark against you it's a mark against them that they are that that way that they take advantage of other people um and especially because you know Diego was going through a divorce and going through other stuff you know that's that's hard for somebody especially because what is is he like the same age as me or Probably. You know, I mean, I,
1: I don't think he's, I, I think he's in between, in between your age and my age.
0: You know, I mean, to, to go through, you know, a divorce, you know, anybody going through a divorce, it's, it's difficult. Even if it's something that you want to happen, you know, it's, it's still hard. Oh, he's 39. Okay. Yeah. So when, you know, when this happened a couple years ago, he was the age that I am now. You know, yeah. that's hard. You know, somebody that you've been with, you know, for a while and, you know, it breaks apart and things like that. So it's not anything to be ashamed of, but it is something that you need to work to get away from. It um, is. And that's, that's what I just wanted to say is that, you know, it's not, it's not a mark against Diego, you know, because like you said, Diego is a good guy. Yeah. When it comes down to it. Um. The only other thing I think we were going to mention is um, Connor and Proper Twelve.
1: Actually, yeah, we'll mention that. Uh, Connor sold. I don't know if it was all of his shares in Proper Twelve or least most, most of, them of them for six uh six hundred million dollars. Um, but I he's think still he's, in all the commercials. Yeah, I think he's still going to do promotional work, so I still think he's got his hands in it somehow.
0: But that, I mean, that's the best way: build a brand and sell it. Yeah, like.
1: Yeah, no, th- I mean, that's you that's know, business.
0: That's business, dude. Like, good for him. And I mean, and the whiskey is good. Yeah, you know. And he gets, he loves. You could tell he loves being in those commercials because he just gets to be cocky, Conor McGregor. No, <laughs> like, he
1: actually he he bought uh the bar that he struck the old man in. <laughs> he bought that bar actually. Um, he bought that bar actually. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is we talked about Eddie Alvarez and the disqualification in Bellator uh, a week or two ago.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: they overturned that, so oh it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a no contest. Um. So it's not it's not a DQ on Alvarez's. I mean. Yeah, he, that
0: was the the supposed punch to the back of the head, like behind the ear. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that was no, that was I'm really no contest. I'm glad that 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 got overturned, because that wasn't fair. You know, you could tell he was trying to aim, you know. Yeah. Not, try, not trying to do illegal strikes, you know.
1: Ex- exactly.
0: So, no, I'm glad that that got overturned, so.
1: Um, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. We'll, well, we'll talk we'll about something. We'll
0: have to see what actually happens this Saturday. And, yeah, because. Um, and then I uh, I know there's, so there's this Saturday, there's next Saturday. Oh, the Saturday
1: after, like, the Saturday after next is 262, I believe it is.
0: Is that May 15th or May 22nd? I
1: think it's May 22nd. Okay. I got to double check. Yeah. Guys, I got to double check my calendar. I
0: think that there might actually be a Saturday. I think, as of right now, Memorial Day weekend, there's no UFC. And I only say that because... every Saturday for the rest of my life. And, <laughs> but no, I'm actually, I'm looking forward to it. Cause I think I get to go out with one of my best friends finally. So,
1: but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll put something together next week. Um, mm-hmm. I know this was a little bit short, but honestly, there really uh, wasn't.
0: What we had 40 minutes. Or yeah. Now?
1: There really wasn't a lot to talk about. So please everyone be safe. Have fun. Enjoy the fights this weekend. Uh, whatever they are. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And uh you know we will uh, we will be back next week uh to torture ears torture your ears thank you so much